the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation second to none whether you're in rhode island or massachusetts call jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available for both residential and commercial call my friends at jkl 401-351-7600 remember estimates are free financing is available let's be nice and comfortable in your home jkl 401-351-7600 you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It's time for our segment, DePietro Debate. Joining me, one of my siblings is uh, a columnist for the Sun Chronicle. It's Donna Perry. And DJ, uh, I'd like to start off with uh, your thoughts, and there's a lot of them, with the Republican convention last night. It was day one, night one. Uh, some good speakers will go through it a little bit, but let's let's start off with the convention. Yes, and, and good to be with you. I thought it was overall very smart, very strategic, and better than what a lot of the pundits may have been giving them credit for pulling off. I really did, and I thought, frankly, I was uh, even uh, a little bit pleasantly surprised that I, I think they packed a lot into that opening night, and there was very strategic use of overhanging themes that have been out there this year, J.D., whether it was religion, racism, um, you know, the economy and, and what he's trying to do to build it back. I thought they did a much more powerful opening night than maybe many people were either expecting uh, and and you can tell by the kind of the reaction by a lot of the national media they almost seem puzzled by it yes um and i think that's actually a very good sign and you know kudos to them and i thought it looked very in terms of stylistics i thought it was very polished there was no technical glitches um and i thought it moved better than a lot the democratic presentation um, which I felt like sometimes was extremely distracting and infomercial to look at. Yes. So I thought that I thought it was very strong out of the gate. And if I may, John, I, I, I will tell you, I thought it was to have that very powerful and it was very intentional. I don't think we've ever seen this to open to have this um, highly respected religious figure, uh, Cardinal Tim Dolan, opening yep. Archbishop right. of New York. I, I actually think that was brilliant stroke, you know, because I, I look at it this way in that they were unafraid to do that, number one. Where, and I know that, you know, conventions can start with a prayer, and they do. But I thought having him juxtaposed with the Statue of Liberty behind him, um, I thought it kind of projected something that a lot of Republicans have the years, and that has been the Democrat determination to remove any use of prayer or reference to religion in any public setting of America. Now, we That's know right. that has been on display. So I thought in that juxtaposition that they were able to do, because it was virtual, 
I actually thought it was a very brilliant stroke. I thought it was very powerful. Um, we have been in a period where because of COVID, a lot of people have had a lot of disagreement with that houses of worship and religion has been, you know, like people have really argued about this and you have done great reporting and, and how that that has been like the last thing that was allowed to reopen. That's right. I think they were kind of getting to that in a nice uh, I would say that in a way it was a subtle way, but I think that was like very, it was just like a very strong, I thought, strategic way to open it. Uh, and I give them credit for that. And I, I, I just think it came across in a way that maybe people weren't expecting. That's uh, a great observation and refreshing is the right way. And for everything that has been said about the president and the media and all against them and everything, it, when you sat down and watched last night, it suddenly was a reprieve in some ways, at least to start off with everything we've been through. You also raised a very good point on it, Perry. The media seemed almost stunned at who the Trump people are talking to. But it's, yes. it's, it's a part of America that they, they don't even acknowledge. It was a, a great contrast. CNN, they didn't know what to make of, like, who are they talking to? Yes. They're talking to a base of people that people like MSNBC and CNN don't acknowledge and they, they uh, talk down to. D right, D talk down to. And I would argue sometimes, John, don't even pretend to try to be speaking to anymore. Yes, that's right. Um, this is not lost on the wider public, by the way. So I think you're right. Like they were almost like stuttering and, and Jake Tapper, you know, with this arrogant, you know, always, you know, him and Wolf, they, they were almost like not sure how to receive that. Like, was that inappropriate or, you know, like, it yes. was, and, and all of that. And so um, I will just say, like, I think for that just to be night one, um, it again, it, it shows sometimes the brilliance of Trump, his his yeah. sensibility. They say he's very involved in every detail of pulling this off. Um but I, there were things like that that really struck me. Um, and if I may, I, I will tell you what I thought was um, now she's not the loudest speaker, but Nikki Haley. That's right. Did more in her speech. Yep. Then again, I think it is underestimated what is felt out there. And I thought one of her strongest lines was when she said, um, like, basically, Democrats believe America is a racist country and that, right. is, and that is a lie, she yes. said. Yep. See, that, I think that was super, super important. Again, the CNNs, they kind of like, they don't really know how to react to that. John, they, let's face it, in through all these months, okay, despite the virus, we all know what has happened and, with that. And, um, and I will, you know, I, I think they have to address it. But I, I just thought like she was, that was probably to me, her speech stood out um, uh, just really, really stood out because number one, it shows why she, to me, is a future star. She has great credibility. Yep. Yes. She has a nice, uh, really strong credibility and command, um, like on the stage. And I thought that she drew that really needed distinction because of what comes out of the other side. I think most regular, you know, white people who are just kind of trying to live their lives and, and go through this tough time and you know, and they just raise their families and they live in America, you know, they basically hear from the national media that almost like you're a white person, so you're a racist. That's right. And and I just think that that was a very potent way to, like, that. that's worth like 100 miles in terms of right. rhetoric. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. thought that was a super effective line. I think it's hard to, like, Trump in a way can be so, you know, blistering that he can't pull off like the subtlety of that, I thought right. actually was extremely effective moment. I thought Nikki Haley was terrific. I thought, and I've also, I haven't seen him in a little while, but then I've actually interviewed him as I think that Herschel Walker was a big football great. Okay, yeah. He spoke out in favor. I thought Tim Scott was just fantastic and had all the right tones. I think, I think Tim Scott and Nikki Haley were the kind of the stars of the night. Kimberly Guilfoyle, I, I think her speech was written for... Yeah. 15,000 people. I, that, yes. that, it was a little odd with the yelling and there was no one there to applaud. And Don Jr., I, I just think I know there were a couple, you know, I just, they, they did okay, yeah. but I think you're right. I think uh, 
Nikki Haley, and I thought Tim Scott was very, very effective. But they also, if you're a Trump supporter, you know, when I was out at that uh, boat parade on uh, near Yancet Bay on Sunday with there were over 2,000 people at Colt State Park, there were 1,000 people at Rocky Point, hundreds of boats out on the bay. It was just you've been beaten down. You're being told you're racist. And last night, I thought they were very successful night one of this convention. Yeah. And again, I think that it definitely threw off. And again, you can tell by the reaction. Um, but you're right. I, I would say points for Nikki, Tim Scott. Yes. Uh, those are future. Those are to me. Those oh, are future yeah. presidential level um, stars of the party. Yep. Kimberly Guilfoyle yeah. definitely put. I, in my opinion, and almost an unfortunate, she was almost like a caricature. Yeah. So, no, I agree. But, and they, but see, the media expected like all the hours to be like that. And I agree yes. with you. I think Don Jr., unfortunately for him, I think he's almost been diminished by this relationship with her, but that's a yeah. different story. Right. Um, and I, I think it was unfortunate for him to go follow her, which she had like this, you know, <laughs> larger than life speech and delivery. Um, well, I, I, I think it was unfortunate a little bit. It was. Folks, coming up, we're going to um, also obviously touch on the DNC that happened. A lot more news uh, right ahead, right here with Donna Perry on the John DeBee. MEGA truck and trailer appear. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, mega truck and trailer repair as i said commercial trailers diesel equipment free estimates fhwa inspections and rhode island state inspection station trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service serving rhode island and massachusetts it's mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 24-hour mobile service and also abs repairs brakes doors listen if it's on a trailer mega truck and trailer repair they can repair it call them today 508-336-2110 508-336-2110 it's mega truck and trailer repair have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. With me, she is a columnist for the Sun Chronicle. It is Donna Perry. Let's... um. Uh, just to wrap up, I think last night with the Republican convention, at the very least, they, they set the tone that uh, people are going to be very curious to tune in uh, tonight and then the rest of the week. Let's go back. Um, it was very, very different than the DNC last week that had a lot of problems. I thought struggled with the whole virtual element. And especially last last week, the DNC, anyone that watched it, the um, 
you know, the first night was was kind of what you stated, which was everything. It was about Black Lives Matter. America is basically a racist country. Uh, a lot of stories of people ashamed. Uh, but I, I want to hear your overall thoughts on the Demo- on the DNC last week. Well, I mean, before we, we got to this and when you look at the contrast of it, I will say, see, I saw it a little bit differently, though. I I felt a lot of what was projected shows that Biden's more centrist team yep. is really in charge. Um, yes. I will say, Good and point. I wrote a little bit about this in my column. See, I thought they, they put Black Lives Matter not so much front and center. I think that that was came across, though, in speeches with Michelle Obama, um, others, or, you know, Elizabeth Warren. I think they, they it, it was a little bit strategic how they would make reference to, you know, the energy you're seeing in the streets this summer. You know, that was what Kamala Harris kind of phrased it like that. Yep. I thought it was notable that I don't think anyone actually said the phrase as a speech movement, as a movement a lot. Like they didn't say we're with Black Lives Matter. Like that just was not uttered by them. And I thought that was notable. And if you notice, I thought they defund the police mantra, which is was thrown around all summer and still with the Providence and some other places, J.D., that was nowhere to be seen. And I think that's intentional because Biden, although Trump, they're going to try to say he's behind it. Um, Biden's got a long history of support with police unions. And I think they're desperately afraid to lose every police vote. That's a, that's a big problem for them. So some of that I thought was notable. Um, and I thought last week, you know, but this is what's always been with their party, JD, they, they, they want to represent almost every constituency of people that are breathing on earth. And they think that's like a virtue. I've often thought in politics, but what happens is your message is all over the place Yes, because you're trying to say, you know, we're here and we're here and we hear you and this and that. And so sometimes I feel like it's not unified. There's already been a lot of coverage that it did a little bit look like a, in a large infomercial or a um, telethon. Telethon. Yeah, yeah, that was really well said. One notable thing, though, I think came out of last week. Um, it was their intention, however, to not let Biden look too extreme, of course. I mean, I think they projected that he's really got a kind of running in the center. Um, and I think that's the, the thing that's harder for Trump is Biden just doesn't come off or have a history of or project that he's an extremist. Um, and I think that that, you know, kind of carried through. And the other thing I would note, I thought like someone like AOC had a very bad week last week. Yes. And I kind of tweeted this out. Like, here's the thing. Like, she is a kind of a troublemaker in, and just picks fights with everyone. And she, in one week, she definitely, um, right before the convention set off, I thought they didn't like this. Like, she picks a fight on Twitter with John Kasich, who they used as a notable Republican who's that's disavowed right. Trump. Okay, we're at the cross. Like, that's his view. But um, she had a, like an argument with him. She has a big ego. She didn't like that. She didn't get the same amount of time as him. Then she had that weird, like calling out at like late at night, she was mad at the media and even said, Hey, NBC news. She didn't like that. Her endorsement of Bernie, which I, I know this was covered by you and others. It was kind of a formality. It has to do with your procedural thing in the roll call, right? Like Bernie was number two vote getter. So correct. Then her endorsement was confused by the media. So she calls them out. She has a fight with them. And then she she kind of had a fight with Biden's transition coordinator guy or whatever. Mm. So I I just think that's notable for that party. Yes. For going forward. That's all. I, I just think it's notable. And she never I, mentioned Biden's name. And she, she never did, did. And I think her, I think his team, I'll just end it. She, I think they... That was not that was intentional to say, first of all, you were with Bernie uh, AOC. And so they I think they in a little bit put her in her place and said, you're not in charge. That's right. You know, I I, despite this is going to be a rough couple of weeks with the remaining part of the the, the election here and leading up to it. But I listen, Joe Biden, I don't care what anyone says. I watched it. 
he gave a very powerful speech. I thought so. He, yep, he is not a bad, you know, he's a good guy. He has been through a lot. I think it's, an, I thought Jill Biden had a, had a big night. I was happy for them. They have been through a lot. He certainly has. I thought it was an interesting dynamic that this is someone who has been through tragedy, uh, has united the family to heal, and, and basically would become the healer in chief. Now, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, but that, but I, you know, for a lot of people knocking this and that and everything, he, he delivered on a big stage. And now we're off. Donna Perry, what did you think? And again, folks, it's John DePietro speaking with Sun, uh, Sun Column uh, Chronicle columnist <laughs> Donna Perry. My goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I was late last night covering that protest on Federal Hill. You are plus working it that. on all levels. But yeah. what did you think of now there's Joe McNamara. His district is Oakland Beach. You and I have been to Top of the yes. Bay right across from Mickey's. Now, I want to hear your thought. That where this comes down to would is I'll just it's comical to me. I know. Lot, you know a lot. You've been, both of us have been to these conventions. Now, there's so much foolishness and the hats and the yelling and everything. As much as they're all trying to be serious, he doesn't go to Newport. He doesn't go to Narragansett. He goes to Oakland Beach. I... He's got the plate of calamari. It looks like a very low-budget TV commercial of the, like the 10-second clip of, come on down, we got some Jeeps on the lot. Uh, he's not even looking at the guy next to him. But it got a huge buzz. What did you think of the Calamari comeback of the roll call? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think that if they had ever imagined it would get the national pre- press. And I mean, I think I've seen, you know, multiple days later, they yes. they flipped it around on the networks, even on the weekend. So it yep. was, you know, I'd say congrats to them that they got that amount of play. Um, and I get it that he's from Warwick and you're right. If they ever imagined it would almost go real. It's international if it's online and everything. Um, you know, imagine if he was standing at Narragansett Pier, you know, it, yes. it, I mean, it talk about major free publicity for Rhode Island. So, you know, I'd say hats off to them. That was really, really, it was a fun piece uh i thought the media loved it because it was so just sort of so authentic and it looked <laughs> i mean it, you couldn't imagine it it was like so no. authentic and so talk about you know milking like whatever 25 seconds for that's like 100 that's millions of in advertising so um i i think that was is a little nice shot in the arm for rhode island i think they you know they can make something of that, you know. Well, um, some people, like Governor Mundo's former spokesman, they were saying, you know, he didn't endorse, he didn't highlight the ticket enough, and people were laughing at us, not with us. But I think they, they you know, you hit on something. They kind of overlooked it. They let just Joe McNamara is not the best chairman of the party, but he's the chairman of the party, and he's a Warwick guy, and his district is Oakland Beach. So yeah. he didn't, you know, I think now they realize, like, oh my God, we should have gotten professional photographers and we should have gotten our video people and done this slick produced ad that shows, you know, Newport and Narragansett and they kind of put it off to the side and let him handle it. And his way of doing it was just the one camera shot in Oakland beach with the guy with the mask on looked like an ISIS execution video or a ninja. Hilarious. Then my Iggy's is then flips around and starts hawking merchandise off of it the next day. I mean, but here's the thing, Donna Perry, you and I both, that is Rhode Island. I, right. I, our parents, our dad, Tom DePietro, he would have got the biggest chuckle yes. out of watching that. Oh, they, oh he totally For would've. the way that Governor Mundo and her team, they've tried these expert ways to get attention and it falls flat. Instead, McNamara's got a secondhand camera, goes down there with the sunglasses on, right. standing by the water. No, the but it was brilliant. Lari, it and was. You're, you're right. Her team, what they don't get, J.D., what they just don't get, play to your strengths. Yes. What Rhode Island is never is viewed as a place. It's, it's known for the gorgeous coastline, yep. but it's New England. And, yes. and it's just like the, I don't think the, the, their bit would have gotten all the attention if it had looked too slick, by the way. No, it wouldn't, they then would not it wouldn't have, have stood anyway. out. Now, I also want to take you through. So on Monday night, listen, I watched this stuff. I watch it Monday night. I watched each night last week. I did uh, watch parties on my Facebook page. Yeah. And suddenly Michael from Rhode Island pops up on Monday night. So now I know the, any prominent Republican, this is a guy, 
He was the knight of Kasich. What the media missed was the context of this, which was John Kasich and others were saying, I was a Republican or I am a Republican and I'm not voting for Trump. And all of a sudden I see Michael from Rhode Island. I'm a longstanding Republican, but I'm voting for Biden. So I put out, who is this guy? Now, if this this isn't Don Kachiri, this isn't Gary Sass. This is just Michael from Rhode Island, which could be just some actor that they use. So I tracked down. He, he yes. actually was a registered Democrat. Uh, four out of the five last primaries, he voted voted Democrat. I thought, never mind, they don't even use a last name, which is almost like now we're down to a talk radio thing. So when Thursday night, he really got more, you know, he got more play than AOC did. Yeah. And then some of the local media, like, who is this person and so forth? But what they really missed to the context thing of which I, I was glad I got national play. Ben Shapiro. Yes, about it. you did. The Hannity people talked about it. A number of uh, different uh, conservative national. But what was really missed locally. Now, again, I want Providence Journal gave me credit. Channel 12 gave me credit. But what they missed was that was so misleading that I was trying to get to was that but when you don't use a last name. It's you don't know who this person is. You know, it could have been, gee, hey, I'm George from a battleground state, Florida. And, you know, I'm a lifetime Republican. This time I'm not voting for President Trump. You know, that to me was the most sneaky, disingenuous part was the night and the the way that it was weaved in a Monday night was who they mixed him in with. That's right, John. And by the way, excellent uh, your reporting. And I followed all that. And and you're right. A lot of the local needed, they they misunderstood that was exactly tied into their theme at the highest level of Kasich and Powell and everything else. Biden's team, partly what they were trying to, as you pointed out, they were trying to portray that there are, you know, Republicans who've like disavowed Trump. That's that's kind of where that theme was. So and then, if you feel that way, you're not alone. So they and wanted it's okay to, show, to vote for Biden. You're like not going to be alone. Right. And Michael from Rhode Island was supposed to be the everyman. You know, yes. Colin Powell is not the everyman. Right. Um, but he's the everyman. And they were like, look at this. Just a regular, nice guy was with the Republican Party in Rhode Island. Well, you discovered that it's kind of a fraud. Oh, um, yeah. So and I think that was like a really, really critical, great reporting, because I think that showing exactly you know like you're saying like that's where they're going with that they and john that that's not by accident they need to despite the way the media is portraying these polls the polls are very tight they need to turn out uh some moderates and maybe some wavering republicans that is not lost on what that you know that's what their week partly was all about so yes. good good for you to show that and that was just a fraud i mean thank you and on sunday as i was at what used to be Rocky Point, which right. they certainly need to pave the parking lot. I mean, to me, that is a waste of space. I mean, I, it Talk is about... just, I know the open space thing, but there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. There's nothing to eat. There's no rides. It's just people walking around. But anyhow, what I heard where there were so many people that, number one, they were enthusiastic because it was the, the Rhode Island Trump boat parade on Narragansett Bay. And it was a perfect day. But people repeatedly were saying, this is great. I, I didn't know there were this many Trump supporters on Rhode Island. And it's great to be around other people that support him. You know, that is missing sometimes. Right. And I think that does help when you can make people feel united that there are other people on the same side. kind of. And, you know, you've worked in politics. You've been yes. to conventions. That yeah. is a big part of it and something that's been missing during the pandemic. Yes, it, that's a great, great point because of, it's been missing because people can't like be together and can't be, right. you know, oh, I, I went to a little uh, event or this guy's having a little rally and I'm there. And that has been missing. Um, and that is a really important point. Like you're saying, the boat, you know, you're seeing the, the boat rallies for Trump, which is a brilliant idea. Um, and that's where people... You know, sometimes people do feel it's been such a stormy year and in just so many ways and unsettling to people. And they do want to see, you know, almost like they need to get shored up with the idea. Right. And say, yes. it's not your imagination. Right. Um, you know, they really are talking to you in this way or it's not your imagination. Things, you know, that there's been a lot of exaggeration about the severity of this and that about the, you know, the illness and all that stuff. So I think and not that, only that, yeah. I'll tell you, the boat rally, it, it, it also, 
as someone that has covered all these protests, it feels safer. Yes. People feel, I don't want to be on the street where then you have these counter-protesters yeah. coming. Right. But I do feel safe out on the water, on my boat. And then you had people along the shore. But uh, it, it, they started, I think, in Florida. Clearwater had over 2,000 boats that were part of this. They have uh, really caught on. And, and Sunday was a tremendous day. And, and one more thing that before we take a quick break. I makes us to see this this latest police shooting in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's ignoring the police. He's going into his car. He looks like he's going to get something. I, the whole thing is very unfortunate. But but I, I make us to see that is a battleground state. And then that shooting resulted in rioting and the burning. And I wonder if that has an effect on some of the the Wisconsin suburban voters as they watch what happens when these things happen. And it does create that fear that I think comes out within, you know, the, 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 the Trump campaign and the Republican convention, which is it's really reaching the suburban voter in a battleground state that is fearful of all this rioting, looting, defund the police. Right. Um, I, I think it's interesting if that's going to have an impact on Wisconsin. Well, voting. I, that's right. And I, I think the timing, you're exactly right, John. I mean, I think by now people see this as a very familiar script, unfortunately. Yes. It's a yeah. very familiar script. A back and forth happens. We don't really know what was going on there. Contrary no. to what gets portrayed, police don't run around like looking to find, they have enough crime to handle. So something was going on there. Um, and, and we don't know. And, and when there's children in a car, by the way, often there is a domestic disagreement about yes. who's who's got the children and who shouldn't yep. have the children we don't know any of those details um and so i just think you're right like i think people say here we go again oh now there's people all over the street oh they're going to smash the stores are they yeah. going to you know um I, light I, things I, on fire and, and yes. here we go again i want to see how that plays out in wisconsin folks quick break a lot more right here with donna perry on the john DePe- it's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, you know, I didn't make a big deal about it, but my vehicle was actually damaged uh, by some of the protesters when I was covering one of the protests. I didn't make a huge deal about it. I wouldn't want to be the focal point, but it's true. Some of the uh, protesters, they did. They damaged my vehicle. They broke the window on the side of my car. So what did I do? I brought it to West Fountain Auto Body, and you can call them today, 272-3340. I had to get it fixed. It was obviously damaged. They also damaged part of the door. And so I took it to West Fountain. I called Kenny at West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Kenny and Patricia, West Fountain folks. They did a fantastic job. With me, I mean, that's there was only one place I was going to bring it. I needed to get my car fixed. Now, listen, if you're ever in an automobile accident, something happens to your vehicle, and you need to get it repaired, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, the original, the best, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you. If you're in an accident, something happens to your car, bring it to West Fountain. 400 West Fountain Street, Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. West Fountain Auto Body. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Innovast.com. AE Mazika Insurance Services. Call today. Free consultation. It's Scott and Alex, 401 353 9300. Folks, AE Mazika Insurance Services, located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. But you can call. Free consultation, 401 
353-9300. They're licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. It's very simple. They're going to help you and your family save money. And maybe it's on your home insurance or life insurance, business insurance, auto insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook. They also have a great website. It's aemazika.com. Call them at 401-353-9300. What about if you save $200 a month? It's like giving yourself a raise. How about that? An extra $2,500 a year, maybe even more. And also, this time of year, make sure you're covered. Maybe it's for your motorcycle or your boat or jet skis or an RV, an off-road vehicle. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300-401-353-9300. Let them help you save money. It all starts with one phone call. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Why not? Let them help you save money. Give yourself a raise. 401-353-9300. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is aemazika.com. We're speaking with Donna Perry, columnist of the Sun Chronicle. Uh, DJ, let's talk about back to school. Uh, boy, the teachers' unions are really threatening. It is certainly a battle in both Mass and Rhode Island. Rhode Island yesterday, Governor Mundo is basically saying, I'm going to use the National Guard in order to yes. ensure safety and not taking any chances. What, what are your thoughts on this battle? It is very clear the teachers' unions do not want to have anyone back in the classroom for in, in-person learning. But I think in Rhode Island, I'll tell you what, I think they're going to start looking like an outlier about that because I think the, the momentum and it's been difficult up and down the coast, New England, but the momentum, uh, certainly in Massachusetts and begrudgingly, but they're going back in. Now they're going in in mid September by most of the districts. Um, they did have a bit of a, you know, um, compromise. So in Boston, they're, they're starting out remotely. They're supposed to go back in a hybrid fashion by October I mean, for God's sake, we're going on. That'll be like seven months since you've put kids in. Um, No, I I think that Ramondo, this is an important line in the sand that to me, she she has got to use everything she can to not cave. Because I think if she does not manage to get them in in some hybrid fashion, um, they're going to drag this out as long as they can, you know, Um, and it's it's terrible. So. And I, you know, let's be honest that despite what is said, when you go to the leadership union level of the, uh, a Bob Walsh, the kids be damned. I mean, he can, they can say whatever they want, but, um, I think Rhode Island's, if, if the, all the other States around you, which had a lot of problems, whether it's New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, if they're 80%, 90% in person, even if it's hybrid, I think Rhode Island starts to look like an outlier again. Um, and I think that, yes, it's a very harassing attitude. I noticed with uh, your terrific reporting, JD, and you get harassed, you're trying to do a broadcast. Yes. You know? yes and and, and uh, they are, yeah. they are, you know, it's a moving uh, goalpost for them. Yeah. You know, you and I have watched the way they yeah. operate. They were all excited when John Hopkins and, and they were using this dynamic that had Rhode Island, basically the entire state, wrongly at 5%. You can also see certain members of the media that jump up in with that. Well, they adjusted it, and Rhode Island is actually 2%. Initially, so it became, well, we can't go back because it's at 5%. As soon as it was adjusted, and it's actually at 2%, they moved the goalpost. Now they move into its ear quality. Yes, yes, I've noticed. (laughs) And then that's falling short because the ear quality isn't such a big factor if you don't have the virus, then the effect is not really coming into play. I think so far, the governor yesterday, she's being firm, polite, but firm, really working. But they have their hands full because make no mistake about it. The unions, they are not trying to find safe ways to go back. They're trying to find ways not to go back. That's right. And and the other thing that's taking hold now, this is the other argument that could happen um, for, for Rhode Island. The Massachusetts Commissioner Riley, his thing is, if you are in a remote 
a start. And again, that's a very small percentage of the districts. Massachusetts is requiring they have to report to their classroom on time every morning and do the remote from the classroom. Wow. Um, that has been going, I, New Jersey, New York, a, a lot of states are actually moving toward that. I think it's very, very effective because it's saying, listen, especially for younger kids, JD, you know, the, they, he's saying, well, look, the classroom, you have a lot more material to work with and you have a colorful backdrop and you have, right? Like you have all yes. these things you can use. But I saw in the Globe that a lot of the teachers, uh, you know, oh, certain sections well, the- are fighting <laughs> Uh, fighting back okay. against that. Well, the mass teachers, so, you know, of course, this woman, uh, Nahimi, uh, I mean, she just, she goes after anything, Mary Najimi, and she called it, which, where do they get some of this language? She called it paternalistic and punitive, uh, like as if, <laughs> it's like, excuse me, it, paternal, he's the commissioner, okay? Right. And you guys are the teachers. That's that's just called like, you know, the organizational chart, all right? So yep. he has a right to say that and to dictate that. Um, it, you know, they've all read too many of these, like, you know, <laughs> crazy liberal books with the saying something like that. And he's just saying, um, that's the story. Like, y- this is your job and your job is associated with the school, not your kitchen or living room. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. I mean, they're going to, of course, they're going to battle on that. But I, from what I can see, you know, you have to have a very strong commissioner, you have a uh, a mayor of Boston now. He, you know, has some squab, squab, you know, fights with them. But you have to have that, and that's what, in a way, Romando's. She's got a gr- good commissioner who's trying. She's yes. new, but then you've got an absentee mayor of Providence that's who right. doesn't know how to do these fights, and he's no. not on her team. No, definitely not. And you no, see he, the difference. Yeah, and I, I also want to just uh, mention because I do want to ask you about Kelly and Conway leaving, but. I want people to understand, and the media's not going to report it enough, but I followed that protest last night. They went up to Federal Hill. Keep in mind, there have been five murders in Providence the last two weeks, and these groups were silent, completely silent. No protesting, all black-on-black crime. Five murders. They don't see yes. a There's a shooting in Wisconsin, and they were out last night, and all the vulgar slogans. And they started in front of the Providence Public Safety Complex, and they marched and they went up to Federal Hill and they were there over like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. The diners up there were horrified. It's vulgar language. They're very menacing. Never mind now. You come in with the masks. So you're yeah. not just talking a couple. It's tough oh, to tell who's God. who. If somebody starts to stand up and say, excuse me, like we're having people we're trying to have dinner outside. Yeah, there that- were elderly people outside. And instead, they are right in their face. They're threatening some of the people that are marching, some of the people there, they do have weapons on them. They are dangerous. I noticed that certain members of the media march with them in solidarity oh. and then continue to oh put them God. off as peaceful protesters. There was, I, I'm going to tell you, there was nothing peaceful last night. They destroyed Federal Hill. There were, there were adult people. There was a table of women crying because they were so frightened and then the vulgarity and, and they were saying different things and then tormenting and spitting on the food and that type John, of thing. John, where, where is the Providence PD in this? The mayor told them to stand down and let oh, the mayor let the protesters God. march up there. But last Huge. night, anyone that watched that, it ruined the night up on the hill. People would think twice about it, marching up and down. It, with this whole business, and they are adamant about it, about the, and there's one reporter that they're peaceful. When you are screaming profanity, when you're there and then people were trying to go inside as if, you know, it was like, it was, it was like a gang, roving gang of thugs. Um, there's nothing peaceful. But Donna Perry, what, what is your take on uh, Kelly and Conway, who, uh, again, I, it, it is sad to see. I mean, four years ago, she was so instrumental with uh, helping the president get elected. But between her, her daughter and the husband, yeah. it, it, I think it almost, unfortunately, becomes more of a distraction than anything that's helping. Yeah, I mean, they have really, um, and I think like any parent should know, you, you know, your kids have to come first. And I just think it's probably, um, it's, it's, it started out maybe confusing to that teenage kid that they are on opposite sides politically, and then it's so public. So I think 
really and truly, it's like a wake up call for them. I mean, you know, I have followed this somewhat that she's like all over, you know, Instagram and TikTok and all oh, this stuff. Terrible. terrible. And um, I think it's it's not just embarrassing to them. I think it's disturbing to them. Yeah. And she's a minor and you don't want, you know, something to get into a very different, dangerous category of um, you know, so I think the fact that they have both decided he's going to back away from the Lincoln Project, yes, you know, which is the anti-Republicans against Trump. And, you know, her having to leave the White House, um, I, I think it, that's a big, I mean, you, for her situation, I, I feel um, first and foremost for her on this. Um, and I think, but I think it's it's going to be tough for Trump because I think she's, been a very important um counselor in his ear. Yes. Yeah. You know, Which she still might be able to. She you might. Know, I feel bad for Kellyanne only because that is her job. The husband, that became his hobby to be yeah. going after the president. Yeah. Harassing in that way, vulgar things being said. And you're right, very obviously overwhelming for the child to have the two parents on both sides. Yeah, so public in this country. So I mean, public, yeah. I, I, it's it, very unfortunate. Those I last mean, things that you put out. Donna Perry, you've been writing some great things, columns in the Sun Chronicle. Um, if you, uh, How can people uh, follow and read thanks. some of your work? <laughs> thanks so much. So it's um, thesunchronicle.com, but I post it on my Facebook page if you can't get into the firewall there. And I tweet it. I always tweet the columns and the features out at Donna Perry MA1 on Twitter. All right, DJ, great job. Great to Stay be safe. You. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, you too. If it's time for a new roof, call R&R Roofing today at 401-823-1330. R&R Roofing. Have you been thinking about getting? Maybe it's time. Repair that roof. Maybe it is time for a new roof. All types of shingle, flat roofs. You know, it's so important for your structure, whether at home or work, you need a roof, folks, that is what keeps nothing else matters in your home. If you don't have a solid roof, call R&R Roofing today. All work is guaranteed. Call for a free estimate at 401-823-1330. The owner, Richard Rossi, over 40 years in business. Call R&R Roofing today. Call for a free free estimate. All work is guaranteed. 401-823-1330. Fully insured. And on top of that, Angie's List award winner. Over five years in a row. Now, I've met with Richard. Folks, he cares. He cares attention to detail. And on top of that, impeccable cleanliness throughout the job. Job site is waterproof daily. Call for a free estimate. And all work is guaranteed. That makes such a difference. R&R Roofing. Now, if you're thinking of having your roof done, maybe it is time for a new roof. At least call. At least call R&R Roofing. And get a free estimate, 401-823-1330, 401-823-1330 for R&R Roofing. You can also check out their website. It's r&rroofingri.com. Call them, 823-1330. It's R&R Roofing. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Right now, I'll bet you could use some extra cash. Why not sell some of your gold, silver, other precious metals? Vero Industries, folks, over 40 years experience, they will give you cash. They'll buy your gold, silver, other precious metals. Call Lee today at 401 401- 434-8900. Leo has over 40 years experience. It's VERO, Vero Industries. They will buy gold, silver, other precious metals, old, broken, new, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets, or pieces. Listen, why not right now? Sell it and get that cash that you need. Call Leo at Vero Industries, 401-434-8900 impeccable reputation 
Folks, they know the industry better than anyone, and they'll give you what it's worth. Your gold, silver, also a buyer of individual coins, coin collections, watches, half earring pieces, and much more. Call Leo at Vero Industries. Why not get some cash right now for that gold, silver, and other precious metals? Call Leo, 401-434-8900. Weekend evening appointments are available Two locations or at your location, their location, two locations, East Providence and Warwick. Call them Vero Industries, 401-434-8900. Listen, get cash for that gold, silver, other precious metals you have. Call Leo, 401-434-8900. One more time, 434-8900. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380. Remember now, Providence and North of Providence, I want you to try the 99.9 FM. 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website. Visit it, DePietro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Right on the top on the left-hand side, you'll see where it says Listen Live. Just click on that. Anywhere in the world, you can listen while we're live on the air. And then right below that, on the dashboard, at the website, you'll see where it says Radio Show. If you ever miss any part of the show, you just click on Radio Show, and folks, boom, there it is. You can pull it up. It's all in library fashion. And remember, the uh, Facebook Live is very, very popular. Check out the Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. And then you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram and also on YouTube. Again, it's all under John DePietro Show. Well, during these days of unrest, this is a time to visit our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket, Competition Shooting Supplies. The owner, John Francis, folks, no one more knowledgeable. You can call him at 727-1716, 401-727-1716, Competition Shooting Supplies. When they say defund the police... You say competition, shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. No one more knowledgeable. Folks, we're living in a time of unrest. You need to be able to protect yourself. Stop in and see my friend, John Francis. Your Second Amendment headquarters is competition, shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take the last exit off of 95, drive past the Attleboro train station, and then you're at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, Hang a left, and you'll see competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street. Call them, 727-1716. Remember, when they see defund the police, you say competition shooting supplies. Firearms, ammunition. Maybe you're going to be a first-time purchaser. John will walk you through the whole process. Stop it and see them at competition shooting supplies. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 401- 431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300.